Welcome to episode 351 of Signals from Mars. I'm your host, Victor. And this episode is a solo show. All right, so I kind of sprung this one out there thinking that maybe people would be interested. Wasn't sure if they would be to join me to talk about some news and whatnot. Just didn't turn out. So I pivoted. This is a solo show, me talking up. Show, here we go. I'm ready. Let's do it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Friday, June 2nd, 2023 edition of the Signals from Mars live stream. I am your host, Victor. And for this episode, it's just me. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I planned this one late. And... Um, uh, I don't have any patrons joining me, but um, yeah, still good. I've got some topics to discuss. Have some um, uh, 411 to uh, some information to drop. Uh, today I did do episode 120 of the Victor M. Ruiz podcast. If you're not aware of what that is, that is the podcast that I do on Patreon. So that's up to 120 episodes. Um, today's episode, I talk about a recent conversation that I had with Mark Striegel. Uh, also talk about metal news and what else? And just behind the scenes stuff that episode or that excuse me that show is basically a lot of behind the scenes stuff me talking about uh different people that i've interviewed over the years uh talk about new releases um talk about everything that i've been doing this past year in basketball and um yeah um so i've been probably pestering people with a lot of basketball stuff, but uh, for the most part, people don't mind. I've been doing some walk and talks as well. <laughs> some of my patrons have been calling it walking metal. Ha ha. Um, it seems to have gone over well. What else have I done recently on there? Oh, I broke down a song that, um, so there was a band, a, a local band that I'd worked with, to help write lyrics and stuff like that for, um, and melodies for, for a song. They were kind of stuck. They had scratch lyrics and I figured, all right, well, let me help you guys out. So, um, so there's a whole big thing where I dissect that. I play part of the demo. I play part of the freshly released song. And I, also provide people with uh, the song in full with me singing. My singing sucks on it. I mean, it's a demo. And it's funny because one of my patrons, Metal Dan, says, yeah, you know, if, you, if we were in the studio, uh, you should have 
you would have done more than one take. That's like one take on almost everything. It's and the courses aren't the same. It's just me throwing out vocal ideas and stuff. And um, yeah, so so I basically talk about that for a little. So cool thing is Patreon now you can sign up for a week for a free week. And after that, you can decide whether you want to stick around or not. Patreon is $2 a month. And then depending on if you want merch or not, you can um, you can basically uh, pick a different tier. So I've had people tell me, well, why are you always talking about Patreon? You know, I'm kind of sick of, well, um, if I don't talk about it, who will? And the other thing with that, is, for example, I recently did the interview with Jimmy Shulman. And he talks about auditioning for the Ramones. And there are some people that, um, uh, that don't know about this interview because whatever algorithm you know, Facebook has uh, hasn't been promoting the interview. Now, here's the thing with that. I've paid over the years to promote different things through Facebook, through Google. And it really hasn't changed anything. So if Facebook imagines that or, or wants me to pay more just to promote, that's just not going to happen. Um, if you're watching this or listening to this, I ask you to please spread the word. Uh, shared on social media. We have people like Bill Elam who always post about the episodes and I appreciate that greatly. Every little bit helps. Um, if you're unsure as to where you can follow on social media as to where you can subscribe to the show, to listen to the podcast, to watch replays of the live stream, signalsfromars.com is the one-stop shopping place for everything. I mean, I set that site up with links to all the various spots. Um, I've got quite a few videos that I'm setting up that are going to be going up on TikTok and on YouTube Shorts shortly, also on Instagram. Uh, I just haven't had the time to really work on them as much as I wanted to. I've, I've got a bunch done, um, and I'm hoping that that will help kind of spread the word. I'm hoping that with Patreon, that with the week free, it'll help people. Listen, if it was up to me, my idea was Trivia Tuesday. You want Trivia Tuesday? You got a free month of Patreon. Uh, but uh, they didn't seem to like that idea <laughs> because for two years they were saying, yeah, we're going to be doing free subscriptions. And I kept pestering. When are we doing the free subscriptions? When is this becoming available? Let me know. I could use this. I could use the one Mark Striegel's Patreon went belly up because I'm sure that quite a few people would have tried mine out, but is what it is. I've got a small group and they're awesome. So uh, real quickly here, let me just shout everyone out real quickly. We have Sean Richmond in the UK. We have... Chris Sinzak from the Decibel Geek podcast. He's actually coming back with Decibel Geek live tonight. That should be fun. 
Tony Espin in Barcelona, Gene Eugene DX somewhere in Canada, Anthony Mackey, the man behind. If you look at this great logo behind me, let me make sure that I'm pointing to the right spot. There you go. I am. That's Anthony Mackey's work. He's the one that uh, that helped put that together. He he offered to do it, and I can't thank him enough. He hates it that I thank him so much, but Anthony, I'm going to be thanking you forever, <laughs> for as long as I can. So I'm very appreciative of, of you doing the logo and, and all the merch stuff. Uh, I'll show some merch in a second. Uh, let's see. We also have Ed the Shred Ferguson in Kentucky. Johan in Sweden. We have Metal Dan out there in California. We have Jose in Connecticut. We have Chris Vaglio from the song Swap Showdown. We used to do Galaxy of Geeks together. Sucks that we don't. We no longer do the show. Um, <laughs> I, I do the Song Swap Showdown website. Maybe I'm going to be kicking myself in the ass here for saying this, but it 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 always, you know, I have no problem helping Chris out. But uh, it's it's always like uh, helping an old boyfriend or girlfriend out, uh, you know, being left behind with with Galaxy of Geeks and having him move on to something else. And, you know, is what it is. Life changes. Life moves on. What, what can you do? Uh, we have the metal dentist Gabriel in New Jersey. We have Brad Dahl in Norway. <laughs> He's actually on a cruise, but um, yeah, Brad is usually in Utah. Go to yardmetal.com, check out his streaming radio show, radio station, not show. Be cool to do a live show on that. Uh, we have Mike Jones who would have joined us tonight if he didn't have construction going on in his house i said and i told him i said hey had blitz from overkill with construction uh had um john bush and had gary shea from alcatraz all three with construction going on while the interview was taking place it's a good three-pointer there he said that he would have been in good company absolutely jeremy weltman we recorded the um recap of may new releases uh, May 2023 new releases recorded that yesterday. Just released the podcast format of that today. Uh, so that's episode 348 of the podcast. Uh, Jeremy has an early day on Saturday, which is understandable. So I've been pre-recording a lot of my stuff. Uh, just been so busy that I haven't been able to pre-record anything else. So here I am jumping on. Steve Hoker, who actually has one of the new Signals from Mars t-shirts. So that is very cool. Um, Steven Saylor in Pennsylvania. Rocking the Talking Metal sweatshirt hoodie in the picture that he has here on Patreon. Thank you all, you guys, for your support. It means the world. And like I said, if you want to join us, troll-free environment. And uh, just so you know, all right, so here are the latest posts for today. Um. Hmm. Okay, still a search from yesterday. <laughs> I'm laughing because um, um, with uh, episode 120 of the Victor M. Ruiz podcast, Mike Jones says, Paul Diano sour grapes. 
Yes. I'm agreeing with you live on the air. There you go. All right. Videos. I always post videos to help promote different bands. Let's see. Sin Shake Sin. Name of the track is Congratulations, You're in a Cult. And let's see. So singer and guitarist Stacey Hogan has written a bunch of songs over the years for other bands. His music has been featured on Netflix and a bunch of hit TV shows. What do you think of this track? And we've got some patrons chiming in. The lyrics are very appropriate for the current culture, but the song is pretty average. Um, another patron mentions, I already like the title. Now to listen, be right back. And uh, said patron says it had its moments. Not bad. All right, Fever333, new single, new lineup of the band. Track is called Swing. Played it in the car today. Knew my, knew my 10-year-old would love it, and he did. But one of my patrons says, not my thing. Hey, that's cool. Damph, No Angels Alive. Second video by the band. First one went over okay. How about this one? The patron that responded says, another toe tapper. I like it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I posted um, an Excel sheet on the 1985 episode. And um, just so people see how I put everything together, how the albums ranked. And just for those that aren't aware of how I do these polls, uh, I have patrons submit their top 10. Number 10 gets one point. Number nine, two. Number eight, three. Number seven, four. Um, number six gets five. Number five gets six. <laughs> um, number one gets 10. Number nine gets... Nine and number three gets eight. So, yeah. So you get the idea. Anyway, so I said, all right, let me screen record me doing this entire poll so you guys see how this all went down. So I set up a separate Excel sheet with everyone's top tens. And then I started um, putting everything together on one master Excel sheet. And Anthony Mackie, being the master that he is, says that I can automate this stuff. So I got to do some research, see how I can do that. And uh, yeah, so as you guys can see, there's a lot of different videos that I posted. Um, I've got everything pretty much worked out. Until the 16th of June. And then there's enough space in between so that I can add other like big name videos. Uh, all the stuff that I'm posting is based off of what PR people and labels are sending to me. I had up until earlier this week, 800 emails to open. So that made things easy with the videos. Luckily, I was able to take care of all of them. 
And cool. There's only about 50 right now, which is about average as to what comes in per day for, for podcast related stuff. And uh, let's see. Oh, other thing I wanted to mention. Trivia Tuesday, haven't done it in a few weeks. Have gotten low turnouts. And then I had the company that develops the software that I used for Twitch. They're called More, M-O-A-R. Um, they, I set up a call with them. They're guaranteeing more numbers than Twitch. They said they have less of a fan base, but more diehards, which is cool because I'd love to get, you know, they're saying that 60 to 100 people average on each show. I'd love to get 10. <laughs> you know, I was going close to eight and it was two for a few weeks and two's no fun because, you know, there's, there's no way that somebody's going to win or, you know, it's kind of clean, cut and dry from the start. Uh, this setup is a little different. They're still working on everything, but I'm hoping to try it out maybe as soon as this coming Tuesday. We'll see. So it should be neat. I'll keep you guys posted. And uh, yeah, so I have a few topics that I did want to talk about today. Sweden Rock, which begins on Wednesday the 7th. So Wednesday the 7th, you have, uh, let's see. So let me go with, trying to figure out if I want to say every band for every day. Don't know if, um, well, let's just go halfway up for each day from the, the Swede stage. So for Wednesday, we have Avatar, Wig, Wigwam, Angra, and Dynasty. On the rock stage, we have Clutch, Testament, Ginger, Death Stars. Headliners on festival stage, you have Soilwork, Airborne, Def Leppard, and Motley Crue. June the 8th, we have Miroth, band that I've had on here, Kingfish, British Lion, Wow, Steve Harris's British line is being listed lower than uh, some of these other bands. Interesting. Corpaclani is also on there. Rockstage is Europe, Wolfmother, Camelot, Catatonia, and Smash Into Pieces. I don't know them. Festival stage, Udo or UDO, Lita Ford, Gojira, and Deep Purple. Friday, June 9th, Sweden stage, Napalm Death, Philip Campbell and the Bastard Sons, Mike Tramp and Coney Hatch, Rock Stage, Behemoth, Powerwolf, Raised Fist, don't know them, TNT and Sator. The festival stage is Rancid, Heat, Blue Oyster Cult, and Iron Maiden. Wow. Love the new Rancid. Love to see them again. Saw them years ago at Lollapalooza. All right, so the closing day, which is Saturday, June 10th. Thunder Mother. Spirit Box. Uh, let's see. Blues Pills. 
Jula Medsiv. Okay, don't know who that is. Rockstage is Mammoth, WVH, Symphony X, Billy F. Givens, featuring Matt Sorum and... Can't read the other name. And Pantera. Wow, so they're not main stage. The main stage festival stage is Skid Row, Monster Magnet, Alter Bridge, and Ghost. We have Tony in the chat. Tony, how are you, sir? Hope you are fine. The weather was very hot here today, at least hot for my liking. So, wow, that's Sweden Rock is always known for their great, great setup. So, um, wow, amazing. All the different sponsors that they have. Johan will be there. So it, uh, we'll have a post-game report from Johan. He goes every year. So Sweden Rock will be very cool. 7th through 10th of June. Keep an eye out for videos this week, I'm sure. <laughs> and let's see. All right. Second topic. Nikki Six says he doesn't know who played bass on the first few Motley Crue albums. So he's alluding to the fact, once again, he's promoting something. So he's alluding to the fact that maybe Tom Werman had someone else play it on the album, on the albums that he produced. So I don't know. That's weird. Wouldn't you know your own playing? But I guess he was that screwed up on whatever he was taking that he doesn't even know what was what at the time. So uh, just kind of weird all these years later to still be, you know, beating that horse to death. So, um, yeah, speaking of them, the third topic was kind of fueled by Motley Crue because way back when, growing up in New Jersey, there was a fine establishment called Second Sighting Records. You think he was influenced by Ace Frehley? So he had a bunch of um, used albums, import albums, and bootlegs. And my topic, my third topic here, was bootlegs and demos that you actually prefer to the actual album or album version. And I brought a Motley Crue, or Motley Crue comes to mind for a bunch of different reasons. First, uh, because I have the demos for Shout at the Devil. Uh, anyone that knows anything about that album knows that Black Widow is a song that they would play a lot. And... Never made it up on, never made it to that album. Okay. The demos also have, you know, a slightly different variation of the song Shout at the Devil, which they no longer play. Well, I don't know, with John 5, do they play it similar to the original or similar to the Generation Swine version still, which is more of an industrial hard rock song? 
But Molly Crew have released some songs over the years, like I Will Survive, instead of Louder Than Hell, Hotter Than Hell, stuff like that, demos where some of those songs, you think, shit, that should have made it on the album. You know, Kiss with Not For The Innocent, which now ended up on the Creatures of the Night box set with Gene Paul trading off vocals. You know, that to me sounds a lot cooler than what made it on Lick It Up. So my question to you guys is, are there any songs out there where you prefer the actual demo or a a B-side or something that didn't make it on the album originally that later went on like a deluxe edition? Do you prefer that and wish that that was on the album? So that's my question there. Um, I guess there was some confusion on my behalf on when Live Evil from Black Sabbath, the 40th anniversary, was to be released. I had it written down as last week. Apparently, um, some sites had it listed as today. Now, this is what's kind of disappointing to me about this. And I love that album. And there's a lot of people that, oh, no, no, it's Dio singing Ozzy vocals and whatever, but you know, it's a super deluxe. There's also that live at Hammersmith, which has been circulating, which they've released a bunch of times on its own. Then part of it is on one of the re-releases either for mob rules or for heaven and hell. I don't remember which of the two, but so now they've included a, Live in San Antonio. Why not have everything? And I get it because here, I mean, the the set list is pretty much the same. Only difference is there. Let's see. Yeah, it's it's identical. Oh, no, it's not identical. Okay. Um, Let's see. No, it is identical. What am I talking about? Anyway, but the live at Hammersmith has like Southern Girl and stuff like that that isn't on here. I I wish that when they would do these re-releases of these live albums, of these live albums, they would give us songs that aren't on the live albums, but were played on tour. You know, even if it was just once and they decide to scrap it. Well, you know, people weren't into it. Okay, but now all these years later, for nostalgia's sake, a song that maybe hasn't been played in 40 years, you know, give us that. So it's all in one spot. At least that's that's my train of thought with this stuff. Um, I don't know what you guys think about that. And this has been, I mean, this is the third time this has been remastered. It's funny because people always bitch about Kiss for doing greatest hits. But man, has Sabbath worked their catalog? Has Iron Maiden worked their catalog? Love these bands, but they seem to always get a pass. But Maiden has released their catalog how many times? Over the years, you know. So kind of interesting. Before I wrap things up here, 
Let's, uh... Let's go on over to the Signals from Mars page real quick. And let's check out some of the merch that I've set up. All right, so let me share my screen here. All right, so pretty simple here. You got all the links to the social media stuff here. If not, just go to support the site and you'll find it. Find the podcast here. Find the live stream replays and we find the merch here. Let's just scroll down real quickly here. See that iTunes already has the May album review, which is what we could see featured here. And we have latest interviews, latest music discussions, Trivia Tuesday episodes, and monthly albums review. Sign up for the newsletter down here. But uh, I want to go to merch. Let's go to Moich. And we got a bunch of things going on here. We've got hoodies. We've got stickers. Hats. We've got windbreakers. We have got bomber jackets. Pennants. A metal frame. And we've got the classic crew neck comfort t-shirt for 20 bucks. I think that's pretty fair. 20 bucks plus shipping. If you use the code signal zero, you get free shipping. If you use signal five, you get $5 off of your order. So choose or signal 20, 20 off of your order. So there you go. Some, uh, <laughs> some, some different options there. And this is all made on um, uh, Teespring. I've, I've tried different services, so I forgot which one it was. So cool. Um, <laughs> all right, cool. So, yeah, so unless anyone has a question here, uh, I will probably be wrapping the show up. I realized this was kind of more of an infomercial today than a straight-up episode. We will be doing... We've got to check out the voting process here. Let's see. Because uh, there were... There was voting done earlier this week by my patrons. And let's see the voting. So I mentioned five bands. 
I mentioned Ozzy Solo, Def Leppard, Metallica, Megadeth, or Twisted Sister. To see, uh, those are the options people voted. So let's see, 9% of the vote went to Twisted Sister, Def Leppard, and Metallica. 27% of the vote went to Megadeth. And 45% went to Ozzy Solo. So this should be pretty cool. Uh, it should be a neat discussion. It's interesting how Ozzy was, especially in the 80s, was closer to the L.A. scene than he was to the British scene, than to what he was associated to with Black Sabbath before that. Now, it'll be interesting to see what people vote for. Because how many Ozzy solo albums are there? Let's see. All right. Tony is saying that he voted Ozzy solo, as did I. Okay, so Ozzy has 13 solo albums. He's got Blizzard of Oz, Diary of a Madman, Bark at the Moon, The Ultimate Sin, No Rest for the Wicked, No More Tears, Osmosis, Down to Earth, Undercover, which is technically a covers album, and that was part of a box set. Black Rain, Scream, Ordinary Man, and P Patient Number Nine. Uh, live albums is, are technically... Speak of the Devil tribute, tribute Live and Loud, Live at Budokan, and Ozzy Live. Compilation C, he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And let's see, EPs. So we've got Mr. Crowley Live. We've got Ultimate Live Ozzy. Back to Oz, Just Say Ozzy, iTunes Festival, London 2010. Out of those, I have Just Say Ozzy. Used to play the crap out of that. Wow, there's a ton of singles that he's released over the years. Crazy Train, Mr. Crowley, both live in studio. Flying High Again, Over the Mountain, Tonight, Symptom of the Universe Live, Paranoid Live, Bark at the Moon, So Tired, Shot in the Dark, The Ultimate Sin, Lightning Strikes, Crazy Train Live, Miracle Man, Crazy Babies, No More Tears, Mom, I'm Coming Home, Time After Time, Road to Nowhere, Mr. Tinker Train, Changes Live, Perry Mason, See You on the Other Side, I Just Want You, Old L.A. Tonight, Walk on Water, this is actually from the Beavis and Bahad Do America soundtrack, Back to Earth, Pictures of Matchstick Men with uh, Tapo Negative, that's off of Howard Stern's Private Parts. Uh, let's see, Gets Me Through, Dreamer, Changes with Kelly Osborne. In My Life, which is a Beatles song off of Undercover. Don't Want to Stop, Not Going Away. 
How, which says non-album single. Let me hear you scream. Life won't wait. Let it die. Believer live. Under the graveyard. Straight to hell. Ordinary Man featuring Elton John. It's a Raid featuring Post Malone. Patient Number Nine featuring Jeff Beck. Degradation Rules featuring Tony Iommi. Nothing Feels Right featuring Zach Wilde. One of Those Days featuring Eric Clapton and A Thousand Shades featuring Jeff Beck. So the last single to actually chart is Life Won't Wait, which reached 92. We Hear You Scream was 62. Changes with Kelly Osbourne was number one in the UK. Dreamer was two. Where in Austria? Germany and three in Denmark. Uh, so he's got a number one in the UK with changes with Kelly Osborne. It's the highest single in the US. Shot in the Dark was 68. No More Tears, 71. Mom, I'm Coming Home, 28. And I Don't Want to Stop, 61. So Mom, I'm Coming Home is the single that's reached the highest on the U.S. album charts. So regardless, it should be fun to talk some Ozzy. What the fuck am I So we have Ozzy and Randy right there. Cool. All right. So we're going to wind things down here. I do want to thank everyone for joining us tonight. Uh, I want to thank anyone who's listening to or watching the replay of this. As I always like to say, there's a million other things you could be listening to, but you choose to watch or listen to Signals from Mars. And I want to thank you for doing so. It honestly means a lot. And on that note, before I choke here, <coughs> excuse me. On that note, we end the show for tonight. Thanks again, and we will see you next time right here on Signals from Mars. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Signals from Mars podcast. You can subscribe to the show on all your favorite podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and more. Go to SignalsFromMars.com for more information. This concludes our show. 